It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only Survivor podcast, and it's the only fun one, too. It's the only fun Survivor podcast, okay? We changed the intro a while back, and I forgot. Okay, I forgot We have a we segment called it. This Is Why You Don't Suck. Yeah, and it's the whole show. Uh, my name is Jay Chanel, and that was Thomas Powell. He's my best friend ever since we were children. Um, yeah. I was trying to remember what year we met, and it was in the 1990s. It was uh, 1990, I believe it was 1999. I think we were partying like it was 1999. Yeah, we met at a Prince party when we were children, and that's a cool fact. Uh, We actually, Thomas, we won an award uh, at that party, you might recall. When I was back home last weekend, my parents gave me a box of a bunch of stuff, a bunch of decorations that were in my bedroom as a teen, one of them being the award we won for best friends, and it's sitting right here next to me. Do you remember us talking about this a while back, recently? Yeah, we talk about it frequently. Well, yeah. I think this is about, like, the the 15th time that we've talked about it on the show. Probably more, honestly. But yes, I am very familiar with that award, and I treasure it, and mine is at my parents somewhere. uh, So was mine up until last week. Um... Do you, we we were saying, oh, what was that awards show called? And we couldn't remember. It was the Academy exactly. Awards, wasn't it? Do you remember how they spelled Academy Awards? Though? Was it like the, uh, it was it like ACAD, uh, all cops are uh, dudes. Uh, and then it's like ACAD, uh, and then like, isn't it like hyphen M-E? Academy That's right, awards. Yeah. All cops are dudes always is what that stood for. Me. They were, that was a quote from me. That's because it's about me. Uh, the whole it's what you show. It's how you yeah. feel. I think it's nice that at the Academy Awards, we were like, this is Academy Us. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a selfish award ceremony. Yeah, not us. We're cool guys who are cool. And we like to watch Survivor. Thomas, speaking of Survivor. Welcome to Race Wars. This is where the party ends. I can't stand here listening to you and your racist friends. Thank you. Jake, I have some bad news. Um, we've actually hit our rate limit on recording <laughs> for this. We've burned through all the data, and uh, you're going to have to pay $10 a month if you want uh, to record any more than this. But if I'm a new recording person, then I only get to record 300 minutes or something is that right yeah i think that's that sounds about right to me some new verified podcaster we're the only unverified podcast actually should that be our new thing yeah the only unverified survivor podcast unlicensed yeah unlicensed unauthorized unabashedly fun (laughs) and that could be our slogan yeah it's illegal to listen to this which makes it cool we're the Pirate Radio of Survivor Podcasts. This week's episode was called Don't Cry Over Spilled Octopus. What do you think of that episode title? Pretty good, I think. I agree. Did they spill an octopus? Did that happen? Um, In a way, uh, the octopus got caught on one of them, and then they spilled it by getting... They spilled the octopus's blood, if you think about it. So, <laughs> Don't Cry Over Spilled Octopus Blood. Uh, this episode first aired on October 12th, 2006. Thomas, how old would you have been that day? 
Wow, that day, I would have been 15 years old, Jake. Yeah, that day. Was yeah, that, that, a... that day. And what a day it was. I, too, would have been 15 years old. Uh, our high school football team this week was 4-1, and one, and we played the Grand Haven Buccaneers not a day after this episode aired. How do you think we did against the Grand what the, Haven What was that voice? <laughs> not just going to let that pass without comment. I was just feeling inspired, you know? You're just being silly. <laughs> this is being silly on the Only Fun Survivor podcast. How do you think we did against the Grand Haven Buccaneers, Thomas? Four and one we were at this point. Don't ask how the Grand Haven Buccaneers were. I didn't I'm going to say that they won, and I'm going to say that they won handily. I don't think Grand Haven ever had much of a football team. Despite their doubloons and their swords, we beat them 28 uh-huh. to 6. This is my Buccaneer voice, apparently. Anytime your bonsai over here. That's me. Uh, yeah, we won handily 28 to 6. That's what? One touchdown and no extra points or two field goals, do you think? Um, One, I, I don't understand the question. What do you say? Do you think the Grand Haven Buccaneers got two field goals or a simple one touchdown and no extra points? It would be funny if they missed the extra. Be funny if they missed the extra points. So yeah, we'll say that. That would be funny. Uh, That would be funny if that's what happened. Instead, we they kicked two field goals. I yeah, probably. I don't know. I I, again didn't look it up. Don't care. I only want to see how well my team did fifteen years ago, eighteen years ago, two thousand six to twenty twenty three. What is that? Eighteen years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Nate thinks the men have to stick together until... Uh... Nate thinks the men have to stick together unit, so they start working around the camp. Yeah, I, I distinctly recall him saying that. They need to work together unit. <laughs> it's like, guys, bring it in. We got to work together unit. And they're like, we all know what that means. Yep. <laughs> He's a really good leader unit. Yeah. We don't need to say anything else about this. Loud and clear. I hear you. <laughs> we gotta work together unit. We're stronger when we're together unit. <laughs> At the reward challenge, uh, everybody is shocked to say that JP has been voted out. I think we had a long debate about this. Should we call him JP1, JP2, JP3? Since he was the original JP. But I think since he's the first JP to he's be JP2. voted out. He's JP2. Uh, well, does he get demoted to JP3? I think he's demoted to JP3 because he's the Yeah, third. I think that's fair. He is the third most screen time in the show. After the Jonathan Penner asserted his dominance that's by right. not getting voted out. That's right. Uh, so pairs from each tribe have to hold a bunch of weight. Um, this is a, I love this challenge, and I love it every time they do it, but I do think it's one of the challenges that they quietly retired because it was injuring too many people. Yeah, this definitely does seem like a huge liability to them. Um, you know what I was thinking of the whole time? That would be like a fun bit that the show did. <laughs> what would that be? Please tell me. You remember in The Crucible when the guy gets pressed to death and is just like, more weight. Yeah, classic What if that scene. was the challenge? And Jeff was yeah. like, you know, you guys yeah. can pretend to be tough about this, but one of you is going to die if I keep putting weight on here. This is about who wants it the most. Who's and willing you know to risk Jeff, the most. You know JP1 would love to do that, too. Yeah, he would love it. 
He loves to torture these fucking contestants. Do you know who else would love to do it? Who's uh, that? JT1, a.k.a. TJ. TJ Lavin? Yeah, TJ Lavin would love something where he could kill people, and he would laugh when they died. <laughs> he would. He's like, I'm usually a really chill guy, but I love to do this torture to yeah. people. I love this. I'm actually a sadist. Speaking of the challenge, um, you know, I follow Corey, our good hometown friend. Um, or what is it? Our friend from back home? Oh, yeah, our friend from back home. Uh, his daughter with Cheyenne, the daughter that existed because of CNC Fuck Factory. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wildly old now. Not old, but you oh, know, like... Oh, she's over the hill. She's already washed up. It's just like, it's not a person I see that often, and she's like a full-grown child now. It's weird to How see. How old is she? I don't know, probably like seven or eight. I don't wow, know, when, that's crazy. When was that uh, season on? Uh, I was going to look at like CNC Fuck ago. Factory. Oh, wait, you know what we can... Um, what season was that? The Rivals 3, The Challenge... Um, the, I looked up the rival, the challenge. That's what it's called. That, that didn't get that didn't get the results that you wanted. No, it did not. Uh, the rivals three came out in. If it will load for me, it's a cool website actually. Wikipedia.com. It was 2016. So, oh, classic year. What? Oh, that was seven years ago. It was about seven years ago. So yeah, she's about seven now. What's her name? Ryder is the name of that child. Uh, here's a writer for you. Uh, how about you write Corey and Cheyenne back on the same season of the challenge in the future, MTV? Hey. Okay, that's the challenge chunk. Great segment. Everybody is su- surprised to see JP3 has gone a wee. <laughs> Why aren't you laughing at that joke? <laughs> I was... I. <laughs> I wanted to see if you were gonna. I was I was holding I was giggling to myself, but I wanted to see if you were gonna follow that or you were just gonna let that breathe for a little bit. I mean, it was just such a good joke; it couldn't go unacknowledged. It was kind of the well, Roman yeah. I was resp- I was respectfully holding my laughter. Yeah, I well, thought it was so good. Thank you for saying that. It was kind of a so funny you forgot to laugh kind of situation. Well, I no, understand. I didn't forget to laugh. I I was what? I was just laughing silently out of respect. Oh, thank you, thank you, yes. So, the winners of this challenge get cooking supplies. Pretty nice stuff. Uh, JP3 calls out, excuse me, JP2 calls out Oh, they get wine also, don't forget the wine. The wine? Oh, well, yeah, it said cooking supplies already. Wine is a cooking supply, actually. I don't think wine is implied in cooking supplies. I don't think that's the first thing people would think of. Wine is part of my cooking Oh, did you like it when people did the really bad jokes? First of all, in that challenge, did you like it when Jeff went, oh, in response to someone making a joke? I did. I did. I did write. I was like, this is what it should be all the time. It's very funny. I did write JP2 calls out JP1 for a bad pun at one point. It wasn't uh, even a pun. He wasn't doing it on purpose. And, his, and he, you know what? JP1 knocked him back. That's why he's JP1. That's right. <laughs> uh, Yule is the first person to drop their weight. Um, what did you think of Adam singing Ebony and Ivory? Was that funny? You know what? I guess you had to be there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they seem to be enjoying it 
greatly. Yeah, everybody seemed to be living in harmony, as the song says. That's funny. That's funny stuff. Um, Raro wins. The rare Raro win. That's funny. Uh, Sends JP2 back to exile. It's fine. It's fine. So what is JP? There's been so many fucking JPs on Survivor. It's surprising how many people named JP there have been. Three people on this season to begin with. Um, Surprised uh, former NFL first-round pick quarterback JP Lossman didn't also participate one I call season. Him, I call him JP Winman because he wins so much. Does he win a lot? No, he wasn't very good. Oh, he doesn't play anymore? No, he hasn't played for a while. <laughs> okay. Let's just remember his I name. J.P. Lossman, memorable name. Yeah. Uh, here we are just remembering, guys. I am going to go to the Survivor Wikipedia and look up J.P. Uh, yes, J.P. Hilsepec, of course. Firefighter from Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers. It's time to play the game. J.P. There have been three separate guys named J.P. with the initials and the periods after each letter. That does not include the man I just mentioned. There was, of course, J.P. Palyok in Vanuatu. There was J.P. Calderon, the man who was J.P. 3, just got voted out, and another J.P. Calderon. Okay, so it didn't happen as often as I thought. But it feels like a lot of guys are named JP, you know? Yeah, it, it feels like it happened a lot, and that's what's important. Exactly. It's not about the facts, it's about the feelings, you know? Feelings yeah. don't care about the facts. That's your lived experience, and they better not be invalidating that. Thank My you. lived experience says that there have been a lot of JPs. Yes. Uh, so, over on the Raro tribe, Adam gets an octopus stuck to his ankle. This is now the third episode in a row in which we had wildlife interacting with contestants, which means it's another episode where we get to get to everyone's favorite segment early, a segment called Wildlife Shots. We had, of course, this octopus, which we will get to later. We also had a heron. We had a crab. We had dove. We had skink. We had centipede. And this octopus, do you know what kind of octopus it was, Thomas? Was it a white octopus? Well, to be honest. I mean, it was, but is that what it's called? It's not called the white octopus. This one, I want to say, is the coconut octopus or the veined octopus. Of course, there's a million types of octopi, and it's impossible to... Isn't octopi not a real thing? Isn't that a thing that people made up? No, Thomas. That would be you. It's very real. It's very real. Octopi is a real thing. Uh, It's what my mom makes every 4th of July. (laughs) That's just a funny joke in my family. My mom makes eight pies every July 4th. Might as well call it July 8th, because I ate all those pies. (laughs) I hate you. I don't know why I do this show. (laughs) Why do I subject myself to this willingly every week? We could take every summer and winter off and just do the live episodes. But no, we want to watch old seasons too. It's it's true that we do. No, I, you know, that's like all great duos in radio or podcasting. Eventually, you know. There's some conflict 
but we're we the car talk guys, but we're do survivor talk. I the car talk guys, I think actually probably still liked each other, but you know. What are you implying? Oh, you did start this segment by saying I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I did say I hate you, and hate, as I've been told, is a very strong word. <laughs> Um, so, so I think, ate, think about that. I ate all the pies my mom made on July eighth. You eat it all the pies. I ate it all the pies, all the octopies. This is the coconut octopus. Eight legs. Okay, because it's an octopus, veined octopus. It's also called, or it could be any other type of octopus. Who gives a shit? But the the coconut octopus is a medium sized octopus with only a three inch mantle and eight inch legs. They live in the sandy bottoms of lagoons and bays in the oceans that they live in, which is all of them, apparently. They bury their entire bodies, except for their eyes, in the sand. Isn't that cute? Yeah, that's great. They collect coconut husks. eyes peeking out. Yeah. They collect coconut husks and other debris to build defensive fortresses. How cool is that? I like I like that a lot. Where do you think these guys would rank on the IUCN red list? Gosh, I hope least concern. And you hope correctly, just like our good friend BD Joe from the Crazy Taxi franchise. He's alive. Least concern. He is alive, and we were very, you know, we were nervous, so it was nice to be reassured with that. So uh, they eventually chop up this octopus and eat it real good. Yum, yum, yum. Make themselves an octopi. Mm. Uh, so Christina starts bossing people around, which bothers Jenny. Then she drops the octopus pieces in the water. But nobody says don't spill over cried octopus except for us. It's ridiculous. Like, we're putting in so much effort and they're just not responding in kind. Thank you. Over on I2, Cowboy, Ozzy, and Flicka decide to row to another island. Yule wants to talk to Sundra about joining his alliance and then considers targeting Ozzy. Everyone wants to take Ozzy out. I was, wouldn't it be cool if Sundra's name was Sundra Diaz Twan? <laughs> That's what they should have called her when she won a second time. Sundra <laughs> Diaz Twan. Because she run two times. Uh, That's right. Cowboy, Ozzy, and Flicka walk into the other camp by accident. <laughs> I liked when Stephanie saw who it was. And she goes, and it's the three of them we can't stand. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like, they walked in and it was like the meme of all of the people at the frat party looking yeah. at them. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Uh, so it's super awkward. Cowboy talks for a long time, as is Cowboy's want. And uh, he goes, gets coconuts together unit and is denied. And he asks for some spices and then he is denied again. <sighs> he asks for a lot. I want Cowboy on every season. He's so much fun to watch. <laughs> I'm such not a as much cowboy. fun to be with, apparently. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not on the island. I just want to see him. I just want to watch TV with him on it. <laughs> when he's not on screen, I'm asking, where's Cowboy? 
so at this immunity challenge, Penner returns to tell them he believes the idol has been found. Who else has been to the island, huh? Uh, Yule has, correct? Yule has. Move, uh, they have to move people across. Yule walls. may. I'm sorry? Yule may. Yeah. Like Franny like May. Your, like your Franny, like your Franny May bit. Yeah. It's a, and people are saying it's a good bit. You're hearing it more and more, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's a beloved one. I mean, it com- it came up after that season, so I think we can confirm. Yeah. It's a beloved bit. Um, congrats to Mranny. They just survived a whole year of being in a <laughs> yeah, relationship. Yeah, they didn't together. get eliminated from their own relationship after one year. <laughs> the tribe did not speak and say, you must break up. Congratulations to our favorite showmance, Mranny. Mranny is kind of the new fig tales in that we support them wholeheartedly and want to see them succeed. R.I.P. Franny. Nope. R.I.P. Fig tales. Uh, L-I-C, um, Morani. That means... K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Love in continuation. Remember in Island of the Islands when they named their merch tribe Lumu Waku or whatever? Love you, miss you, really want to kiss you? Isn't that cute? <laughs> Think about that every once I, in a I while. I had completely forgotten about that. <laughs> I saw that on the favor- our favorite website, Survivor Reddit, recently, and I was like, oh, that's right. There were some there were some bright spots to that season. Just one overwhelming dark spot. Anyway, move people across walking poles through the water. Get everyone on one platform. That's what my notes say. Very fun challenge. Fun to watch? Yes. Would it be fun to do? Yes. This is my metric. This is what I always do whenever I see a challenge. Those are the two questions I ask. Is it fun to watch? If it is, green check. Is it fun to do? Would it be fun to do, I should say? If it is, another green check. Both of these green checks. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, that's... Uh, Quality challenge. Past, past inspection is what yes, you're saying. that's what I'm saying. Um, I2 wins this challenge. The rare I2 win. <laughs> you know R- what? When I2 wins, we too win as well. Did you like in this challenge... Uh, that they made them do a really stupid thing at the end of it and that it was really hard to do. I think they should have more challenges like that. What was the stupid thing they had to do at the end? They all had to climb up onto like one little square and sit oh, up there. I did really like that because the it reminded me of in college there was this thing called leadership safari where you could move into the dorm a week early uh, and do these events that were like supposed to be team building events and like leadership building events. Obviously I wanted to go because I'm a natural leader. Uh, Mm -hmm. And also I just wanted to get out of my parents' house a week early because I'm a fucking teenager and that sounds great. So I did. Um, I didn't enjoy the event very much, uh, but we did do something similar where we all had to stand on a little block about that size uh, but we could only we could each only do put one foot on, and so we spent all this time trying to. You figure could it each out. only do put one foot on. Well, all we could do was put one foot on, and there just wasn't enough space for everybody. And I was like, wait. After like twenty or thirty minutes of everybody trying to figure it out, I was like, wait. Does it say we have to only stand on one foot? 
and our like I don't know leader was like, oh no, it doesn't doesn't say that. And I was like, okay, why don't we all just stand on the floor and then put like one toe on, and we won. So they should have done something like that. Is what I'm saying. So you didn't like this one because it wasn't like uh, the leadership safari. Yeah, exactly. If I had been in charge of this tribe, of either of these tribes, it wouldn't have gone down like that. It wouldn't have gone down like that. I'm the Mark Wahlberg of Survivor. This is what's the happening. If you've been there, you've been writing the uh, the producers ever since. Just like, hey, look, maybe maybe think about talking to me about this. We've been saying great ideas. Smarten up probes for years now at the end of every episode, and very rarely do they take the advice. Apparently the auction's coming back, though, so that'll be fun. That's good. It only took them forever to do that, but good. Uh, Everybody wants to get rid of Christina on the railroad tribe. Stephanie again implies she wants to be done, so Nate goes around and tells the other boys. He says, boys, we're a together unit. Time for Stephanie to go. Uh, And then Parvati tells... uh, Parvati lets her know the conversation is now her, and she realizes it's better to just keep her mouth shut. Hmm. You know, sometimes I think I should, you know, overlook my notes once again before we start recording, just so I can, you know, make sense of what they actually say. But sometimes I don't, and we we get a lot of uh, pronouns. Sorry, we're woke now. We use pronouns. Parvi yeah, lets her D-Y-W-S-L-N know the conversation has is gone her, woke. And she realizes it's better to just keep her mouth shut. Parvati is keeping her mouth shut, or Stephanie is keeping her mouth shut. Which one, Thomas? Probably I, Stephanie, I would think. It feels like it feels like a mistake, if that's what it means. Right? Like, why wouldn't you try to get yourself out of the hole? Anyway, she doesn't do it. JP1 asks how, who everyone is close to. Why isn't JP1 asking these questions anymore in modern Survivor tribal councils? Because he's too busy trying to be everyone's friend. I didn't come here to make friends, Jeff. JP1 asks if, now that JP3 is gone, has somebody else become the bossy one at camp? Nate says Christina's name. She has no idea that anybody viewed her that way. These are good questions, JP1. Bring back JP1. Fire Jeff Probst. Bring back JP1. Yeah, not this imposter that we've been stuck with. JP1 imposter. He's got a he's got a, a vanity license plate, but it says imposter. And the imposter is spelt with a one instead of an I. I love that. JP1 Wordle. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Nate... Uh, says Christina's name, and she has no idea she was viewed that way, which apparently saves her, because she only gets one vote, whereas Stephanie gets the other seven. Seventy. Could call her that. Seventy Stephanie. But it's yeah, se- it's a shame that she didn't get to stick around for, so that everyone could say that nickname. It's a good nickname, and we're gonna... You know, too little, too late. When it comes to nicknames, we give people... Because that's a perfect one. <laughs> so Stephanie's out. Are you sad to see her if go? If I could go back in time. Back in time. Number one. Be on, be on that flight. Get Mark Wahlberg on that flight. Sorry. I would tell Mark Wahlberg to get on that flight. Number two. We get have that nickname in there early. Stephanie probably wins then. 
People would be listening to this podcast three weeks ago and be like, why are they calling her 70 Stephanie? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, it makes sense now. Like in a really good book when you're like, whoa, it all makes sense now. Yeah, it's a twist. Twist. Uh, and you know Survivor loves twists. I'm looking for um, our simulated season ideas. I think I scrolled past it because we need to find a reason to get Mark Wahlberg on the show. So we have, okay, he hasn't been on Survivor in the past, so we can't do any of the ones that would, you know, bring back people uh, like Cops versus Roberts, Pros versus Pros. Oh, Pros versus Pros he could be on because he's a professional actor. That's true. And you could do Survivor PTA versus PTA, which is... uh, uh, contestants who contestants who uh worked for schools in some capacity or our parents yep versus uh people that were in paul thomas anderson movies i think of course such a good idea boogie nights um here's my quick follow-up question um there is a 50 percent person of color uh mandate for all survivor seasons moving forward ever since the pandemic um does paul thomas anderson have enough people of color in his movies to i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna say we can probably find that does that do, the like main characters i mean they don't need to be made this is the actor we're talking actors that were in it right okay okay i mean you're more of a pta fan than me um every time i see one of his movies i'm like yeah i see why people like this I don't ever need to watch this movie again, though. It took me eight years to watch The Master. Maybe 12. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm not you even talking. And Hong that was Chow, I think she was. I, I want to say she was in one of his movies. So I like to punch drunk that. love because I'm a big Adam Sandler fan. Um, Paul Tom. Oh, my God. I have not been able to type today. Paul Thomas Anderson. Let's see what his movies are. Is he the one married to um, Maya Rudolph? Yes, he is. Boogie Nights was fine. Um, I heard great things about the dick that we get to see at the end, and then it was, like, fine, I guess. Haven't seen Magnolia. Haven't seen There Will Be Blood. Afraid of blood, you know? Phantom Thread, I think I watched the preview. Yeah, if it was called called There Won't Be Blood, you would have been there. Yeah, There Won't Be Blood. Oh, thank you for telling me. And here's another thing about There Will Be Blood that's fun. PTA, you got every, every grade from PTA to PTF in that movie. Paul T. Tompkins F. (laughs) His name is not PTF. His name is PFT. Paul Tompkins F. (laughs) Paul T. Tompkins. Punch Drunk Love is the other one that I already said I liked. Um, Does he have any other movies? No, that's all of them. That's all of them? Well, good for him. So proud of Paul Thomas Anderson for all of the movies he makes. This has been Tom's IMDb Corner. made a bunch of Haim videos, Haim videos. Oh, you made a video for Radiohead a couple times. That's nice. Wow, he's he's been a lot of films. Uh, there were actually Haim videos. They were for Corey Haim. Oh, that's fun. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, the Dirk Diggler story. Yeah, yeah. Cigarettes and coffee. Oh, cool. Cool guy. Flagpole special. Okay. Fiona Apple. Oh, I made a Fiona Apple movie in 1999. Okay. Fiona Apple could be on PTA versus PTA. It's true. 
Anyway, Thomas, I've sent you a DM recently. Would you like to check what that DM is and tell me what this next segment is? This is, of course, Quope's Quiz. So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you can call me your majesty. And what is the quote? This trivia quiz is set to difficult mode. Good luck. Yes. I figured this would be a good one because you are a big trivia fan, um, and me too, for sure. Thomas, what is the capital? This is really, this is great that you just did this because this was literally a question on the last round of trivia that I had. What so is I the capital the answer to of this first one? Um, I'm going to, I don't know the answer. Uh, the choices are Talonin, Stockholm, Riga, and Vilnius. I'm going to say Riga. I am wrong. Incorrect. That is the capital of Latvia. Oh, okay. More it's like Italian. La- I like to call it Latvia. Because I love to laugh. I love comedy and humor. What year did the Berlin Wall fall? 45, 89, 77, 92. And these are all in the years of the 1900s. I'm going to say it was 1989, I want to say. That is correct. Correct. The Berlin Wall fell in 1989. Oh, and there's a picture of... Is this Richard Nixon and Mikhail Gorbachev kissing? Yeah, I don't get that either. I'm not Russian or German. I think that's right. I think that's supposed to be Ronald Reagan. Who did I say? Richard Nixon? (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) Whatever. One of those presidents before Barack. He would be kissing Leonid Brezhnev, okay? Oh, of course. Of course. How could I forget? Who wrote To Kill a Mockingbird? Agatha Christie, Sylvia Plath, Harper Lee, Louisa May Alcott. Uh, It was actually Truman Capote. Oh. It was Harper Lee. Come on. We all know this. Yeah, it's Harper Lee. Make this harderly. Okay, which of the following is not a country's capital? Istanbul, Turkey, Canberra, Australia, Bern, Switzerland, or Brasilia, Brazil? I want to say Brasilia. I think that Sao Paulo is the capital. Well, no. No, Ankara is actually the capital of Turkey. Okay. Okay, well, you know... They did say this was extremely hard. They said no one gets over a 6 out of 10, so we're, we're already yeah. off to a good start. Which of the following happened in 1963? The Second World War ended, JFK got assassinated, the first moon landing, or the Cuba crisis? Yeah, Thomas, you, you know this one, right? It's John, yeah, John F. Kennedy was assassinated. R.I.P. JFK, your uh, nephew is doing some cool shit these days. He's... You see RFK Jr. is, like, doing push-ups to get ready for it. Yeah, he's doing a lot of steroids is what he's doing, but yes. Cool guy. Cool guy stuff. Which of the following is not, speaking of cool guys, a novel by Ernest Hemingway, for whom the bell tolls, the sun also rises, Grapes of Wrath, Old Man, and the Sea? Uh, Grapes of Wrath is by John Steinbeck. You sound confident, so I'm going to go with that, too, and you're correct. This is not history, okay? What the fuck? Oh, it's a trivia quiz. Okay. Yeah, I didn't say anything about history. <laughs> Which of the following is not a primary color? Like, wow, this is really hard. Oh, listen to history quiz. Yeah, Thomas, colors actually have history too. Okay? It's not all it's about green. wars and men. Gr- green is the answer. Green is the answer. Color Yellow, of red, money. That's right. Um, okay, what's next? The capital of Canada is... Mm, Montreal? Wrong. It's I Ottawa. said Toronto, and it's Ottawa. Whatever. 
Who gives a shit? I actually? thought that Ottawa was a province, but apparently I'm just a fucking idiot. What is the official language of Jamaica? Spanish, Portuguese, French, English. I, I, it's English. It's English. Correct. Good job. And then, okay, whatever. We don't need to get into it. Uh, what's the smallest country in the world? Sweden, Andorra, Vatican City, Luxembourg. It is, of course, Vatican City. And I got that right because I'm... Yeah. A genius. Seven yeah, out of ten. Basically a genius. I'm basically a genius. As I got well. eight out of ten correct. Did scored I score better than seventy six percent of all quiz takers? And I did not cheat. I scored better than fifty nine percent of all quiz takers. And there's a little picture. Maybe of you should have known what the capital of Estonia was because you uh, had a, a reverse of that question several days before this. But you know we can't all be that smart. So yeah, well I actually don't know how to read. So and also um, I've only read one of those books that they mentioned the John Steinbeck one. Was it John I think Steinbeck we can, that they asked about? Yes, yeah. Ernest Hemingway. I think we can I think we can both agree. A couple of smart cookies over here. Yeah, that's why we won the Best Friends Award in 2009. Uh, the only book I've read of Ernest Hemingway's that's listed here is The Sun Also Rises, and I liked it. That's my book review. Should we do a book review segment? Uh, no, I don't think we should do that. Okay. I don't want to have to read. Yeah, I read like one book a year. Um, anyway, the the one I just mentioned is good. Very slow burn, like the show Slow Burn, the podcast, but um, not, not that. Thomas, uh, Twitter's dead now. R.I.P. Twitter, rest in power, Twitter. Um, so you're on Blue Sky here, is that correct? I am on Blue Sky. Uh, I'm, I don't have any invite codes, and also I'm, uh, you can't make an account right now, so it's very exclusive. But I'm on there. Um, I'm also Tom, not Tom, but there's, they don't let you do underscores, so there's no underscores. Dot B-Sky, dot social or whatever? Yeah, uh, I guess that's what it is. Uh, yeah, Tom, not Tom, dot B-Sky, dot social. Okay. Um, I'll get on there eventually, I guess, whenever somebody invites me. Is it an email code? Is it a tweet? Like, what am I doing? No, it's like, a, it's like an actual code that you type in. Whoa. Fancy stuff. Um, the show's still on Twitter at DYWSLN or on YouTube at The Only Fun Survivor Podcast. Don't look at any of the other ones. They're boring. This one's fun because we say things like Sandra Diaz Chuan. We say things like damn and hell. Sometimes even shit. Like just now I said shit and you didn't do anything about it. Maybe. No, I didn't stop you. Yeah, and you can't stop me. Actually, I'm the Miley Cyrus of podcasting. <laughs> I've always said that. I've always thought it, and I'm glad that you're saying it. Thank you. Uh, you can follow the show on Patreon if you want to give us money. It's uh, patreon.com slash justpodcast, because that's all we're doing. We're not doing merch. We're not doing videos. We're just doing podcasts. Thomas, what podcast do you want to shout out at justpodcast.com? Oh, boy. Um, probably Pope and Change. It's been a while since we've put that one up there, and yeah. Brock has been calling us a lot about the money that we owe him. So. Yeah. And we say, well, sorry, our listeners aren't giving us the money to give you. It's on them. Hmm. You know what? Tough shit. Yeah, now That's we just said shit again. You can't do shit about it, listener. Yeah, I don't care if you were the, even the president of the United States once. You can't stop me from swearing. Yeah, you, you, Barack Hussein Obama, more like Barack who shit Obama. And it was Barack Obama yeah, who shit. I said that to him, too. Who shit on first? Like hey, Thomas, I have a joke for you. Uh-huh. 
Who should who should on first? <laughs> oh man. Uh did, did was it who? It was Barack who shit Obama. Oh, okay. All right, well, have a great summer. Oh, I didn't get to didn't get to say how to leave the reviews. Oh yeah, you got to do all the reviews. Everybody leaves reviews every time we do this. Thomas, what? what yeah, should well, especially after that great bit that we just did. Yeah. You want to give us five stars? Five uh, stars only, please. And then for your review, you say this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Spotify does not allow me to leave reviews, but if I could, I would say I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify Wrapped. And then uh, if you're leaving a comment on YouTube, just say ha ha ha, very funny, and then a smiley face. Yeah. And don't make it sound sarcastic, please. We don't do yeah. well with sarcasm. We only like sincerity, please. Um, okay, can I say it now? Yes. All right. Well, as we say every week, even when it's not summertime, have a great summer. Deuces. Sitting in the sun, count my money. Fan by my summer breeze Sweeter than the honey Is counting my money Those greenbacks on the trees Comes a summer shower Drops of rain falling Sweeter than the Christmas time I feel like B.D. Joe was the guy we would play as a lot. B.D. Joe was in Sonic Racing? Yeah, B.D. Joe. Okay. We love B.D. Joe around these parts. B.D. Joe. Which is why he was in Sonic Racing, because people like B.D. Joe. Yeah. What does B.D. stand for? Bad dude. I don't know. Um, I don't know if they ever explained it. I am on... Um, B.D. Joe is both a master of driving and talking. So, pretty cool. So, B.D. Joe, I guess the only similarity to him and DJ are they're both black men with sunglasses, and their names are kind of similar. DJ and B.D. Joe. Do you want the the, the, the full information Please. on the character sheet for B.D. Joe on Sega Wiki? Because I'm going to tell you, you're going to like it. I would love to hear it. Name, B.D. Joe. Yeah, off to a good start. First appearance, Crazy Taxi. Series, Crazy Taxi. That's general information out of the character sheet. Age, oh, 25. Right. Okay, that's Gen- surprising to me, honestly. He seems much older, but okay. <laughs> yeah, gender, male. Yep, that's right. Occupation. It's this occupation, and then there's an S in parentheses on the end of it. Only one occupation, taxi driver. Yeah, yeah. Personality, cheerful. Mm-hmm. Likes making people smile. He does it. Special skills, driving, <laughs> drumming, mm-hmm. okay. card tricks. Sure. You're good. This is the, my, my favorite one, and it's the last one here. Status? Alive. <laughs> <laughs> what great news! <laughs> I was worried for a second there. It's very reassuring that they included that. So I'm that's not, everything there is to know about B.D. Joe. B.D. Joe is least concerned. In the sky, shining down on me.
from the race wars. <laughs>